connect with the show. Call 131009 or hit us up on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio. Q Satellite. Transmitting. Broadcasting live. Broadcasting live. Across Australia and around the world. Home to the world's biggest stars. Stars. This is Ava Max. And I'm on air with Brandon Atkins. Hey, this is Haley Steinfeld. Hey, I'm Mabel. Hey, this is Brando. And I'm hanging out with Brandon Atkins. Hey, guys, it's Tate McRae here. Hey, it's Joel Corey. And right now, I'm on air with Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. And the hottest hits at night. Welcome to another week of the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Your home for the world's biggest stars and best in pop, dance and R&B tracks. You know you can connect at any time, right? 131009 or hit me up on the gram at Brandon Atkins Radio. And I don't know if you're like me, guys, but I'm really digging what's on the telly right now. Married at first sight tonight. I, I don't want to gloat or anything, but I've seen a preview of tonight's episode and it's just absolutely mind-blowing. And... I've not been a fan of SAS Australia in recent years. I don't know why, just that kind of show never really appeals to me. But even that is sort of getting my interest at the moment too. But I think the one show that I'm kind of going through at the moment, yes, you're going to judge me really hard for this, but I'm actually loving The Simpsons. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to watch The Simpsons as a child, but when you're an adult, yeah... You kind of get it a bit more. You you know, you can follow on a bit more. Yeah, well, um, it is a big show tonight. Plenty of new tracks to premiere for you. I've got a new track from Charlie XCX to play later on, and I think this is going to be one of your favourite tracks of 2022. Um, also tonight, I am going to introduce you to a US pop star by the name of Riley Bedia. She has been a guest on the show in many years gone by, and... Her music is absolutely brilliant. So we'll chat to her a little bit later. And Aussie DJ, singer, songwriter, producer, radio host. I don't know what she hasn't done, but KLP, Christy Lee Peters, she'll be joining us in about half an hour, zooming in to chat about her new track, Busy Dancing. But let's kick things off with The Feed next. And look, we all know the sushi train is a huge vibe, but... Someone has taken it to the next level, and I'm going to tell you the new store that's opened up in Geelong next. Let's do Tate McRae, her fresh one, on air now, here at 105.3 New FM. Season 2 of Euphoria, absolutely electrifying. That off the soundtrack, Tovlo, it's how long? On air with Brandon Atkins. The Feed. Let's go. All right, let's see what's popping up on your feeds this weekend. And older Australians could be given the green light for another COVID-19 booster shot ahead of the anticipated surge of cases this winter with immunisation experts considering whether older Australians will need a yearly booster. So Health Minister Greg Hunt said Atagi were considering whether fourth shots would be recommended for people over the age of 65, saying he can't preempt the decision, but 
uh, it would be start of an annual program for people 65 and above. We're expecting the advice from Atagi within the next three weeks, if not earlier. Now, health authorities are concerned about what a winter of COVID-19 combined with the first real influenza season since 2019 could do to health systems around the country. The concern has prompted the government to pledge $2.1 billion for our Winter Preparedness Package, the multi-billion dollar package, will include the extension of the concessional anti-gen test program, as well as the boost to personal protective equipment in residential care and disability settings. Now, Woolies has taken a stance uh, against the Russia-Ukraine conflict by changing the name of some of its products so it no longer uses the Russian spelling. The supermarket announced on Thursday its own brand of Chicken Kiev and similarly named products in the deli section would now now be changed to Chicken Kiev, spelling K-Y-I-V, to recognise the true name of the Ukrainian capital city. Now, after discussing the matter with the Australian Federation of Ukrainian Organisations, the major retailer understood it was a small but meaningful change to stand in solidarity with Ukrainians living in Australia. And I quite like that. Nice little personal touch to the whole um, you know, terrible situation going on over there. Am I... My heart bleeds, literally, for all those people over there. I cannot imagine what's going on. Um, wow. Uh, and the number one story trending, let's brighten the mood a little bit. Uh, cheese lovers. Australia has just opened its fully licensed cheese train in Geelong. Splatters is serving cheese platters between 5 bucks and 14 which will be served on a 20-metre conveyor belt. To make it even better, you'll be able to choose from an assortment of Victorian wines and beers to... Create the ultimate grazing experience. The cheese train will serve a minimum of 15 artisan Australian cheeses and will feature more international selections on special occasions. Founder and owner of Splatters, Joe Bangles, said the restaurant's concept initially came from sushi trains. Now, me personally, I am not a fan of cheese. Cannot stand it. I mean, I'll eat it on pizza, occasionally on spag bowl, but if I'm going to Macca's and getting a Big Mac, I'm taking the cheese off, so... I guess I won't be going to this place, but who knows, if you're planning a trip to Geelong anytime soon, go check out Splatters. Sounds like a huge vibe. Uh, coming up soon, KLP zooming in to chat about her new song. Next, though, the E3 and Adele has announced some pretty exciting news. I'll share that with you next. Let's get into this. Kid Leroy and Bieber, absolutely loving this still. It's Stay here on the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. I do the same thing I Showers and 25 tomorrow for Newcastle and Hunter. This is New FM's On Air with Brandon Atkins. The best in pop, dance and R&B music. Bieber and Kid Leroy. Ladies and gentlemen. This is Rihanna. This is Calvin Harris. Kim Kardashian West. Get all the top trending celeb guys. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. The E3. Hope you're having a great Sunday night. Let's get into some celeb goss. And Adele has announced her second televised concert special two months after having to delay her Las Vegas residency. The 33-year-old singer is bringing her performance to the London Palladium to the masses in a two-hour special event set to be streamed up. Uh, from mid-March, um, she taped the Intimate show back in 2021. Uh, uh, she'll sing a collection of like original songs, some of her new album. It's going to be great. So keep an eye out for that one on the streaming platforms come mid-late March. Uh, the number two story trending, Elon Musk and his on-again, off-again partner Grimes have welcomed a second child, a girl named Exadark Sidereal Musk via surrogate. Now, 
This was back in December, but the reason why we've reported it now is that it was pretty much kept a secret. And she, um, uh, the Grimes, recently revealed in a wide-ranging interview with Vanity Fair that yeah, they've deli- they've got a child through surrogate. So the Canadian singer, born Claire Boucher, uh, was initially reluctant to reveal the couple's second child, nicknamed Y, during an interview, but. The Vanity Fair journalist overheard a baby crying and was like, well, hang on a second, what, what's going on here? So, cat's kind of out of the bag for that one, but uh, big congrats to them, nonetheless. Uh, and the number one story, very quickly, Kanye West may want to stay off the social media for the rest of, maybe the rest of the year, at least. So, earlier this week, just over a week after officially being declared a single by a judge, Kim Kardashian has made things official with Pete Davidson. She announced their relationship to the world through uh, a candid, cosy, cute photo on the gram. And yeah, there's been so many rumours for a little while, whether they've been dating or not. But yeah, the divorce is finalised. She was declared single for pretty much a minute. And then, yeah, pretty much in the arms of Pete Davidson, who looks like he's taking really good care of her. So there could be some beef between Pete and Kanye in the coming weeks. Watch this space. Uh, That wraps up your E3 hit for now. Uh, Keep it locked. KLP, she's an Australian DJ, singer, songwriter, music, everything under the sun, essentially. She's got a brand new track called Busy Dancing. We'll play that next. Then she's zooming in. And US pop star Riley Bedia, one hour away. Lock it in. This has been your E3. This is KLP, and I'm on air with the Brandon Atkins Show. Oh, she is a dear friend to the show. Um, this is super excited. I've been looking forward to our chat for what seems like an eternity. KLP, hello. How are you? <laughs> hello. I'm really good, thank you. Oh, it is so good. I, I've been actually rattling my mind over the last couple of minutes or hours as to when the last time... We actually had a proper chat, and I'm thinking it was, I think, Watson's Bay Boutique Hotel, November 2020, when you're doing Great Southern Nights. I think that's the last time we ever spoke. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah, that's a oh, that's a long time ago. That was, like, way back before so much that's gone down I over know. the last two years, isn't and, it? I know, because I think we did, we did a chat uh, on a previous incarnation of the show um, when we were at a shit station, and, um, you know, we we're promoting you, you know, performing again. It was a big deal. And then, you know, we caught up there because I know Chase Zera opened, uh, was supporting you and we we're having a nice yes. chat. It was great weather. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, we're here. Like, you know, COVID, you know, COVID's gone now. We're allowed to party again. And then, you know, here we, you know, like a year and a bit later, so much has changed. Oh my gosh! It just kept hitting us, didn't it? I know. No fun. I know, and I've been, I've been, I've been seeing you on um, on the Insta lately. You're back performing again. That must that must feel like really surreal to be like out and performing in front of human beings. Yeah, it does. Like it, it's it's such a weird feeling just being in an environment where there's lots of people, and you know, it, when you've had something taken away from you for years, you start to realize how much you really miss it and yeah. kind of need it in order yeah. to you know feel good yeah is it one of those things like you know if i if i don't do a radio show for like say six months or something and i go back to doing it i feel nervous on the first time I'm like oh my god do i know how do i know what to do do i know how to speak am i pressing the right buttons is that the same for you when you're performing you know uh, there's no performing for such a long time that first show it's like oh my god do i know what i'm doing how do i do things 
Yeah, you do get a little bit weird, like a little bit anxious and <laughs> yeah, it's quite strange. Um, you know, go, oh my God, am I going to... I think for me, the main thing is we don't know how music is going to connect with people because mm. you kind of need to be able to be playing lots of shows to know the songs that work and, you know, the order to play them, etc. And when you don't have that, it's very difficult because you're kind of guessing and you, you really have to work extra hard because you're mm. playing a song and then madly watching everyone being like are they liking it are they not are they liking it yeah so it's yeah it's very different you know it's you have the exact same um yeah answer to that i i was chatting with joel cory um towards the end of last year and he said the exact same thing too like you know he did his first show in the uk when restrictions lifted over there and it, he said it was so nice to actually see how his music had been able to had connected with fans during such a tough time and you know mm. and you make such a great point too because you need to play music at shows to see what works what doesn't hey are they digging this okay maybe not i'll take this out of the set list so it's it's, it's, interesting, totally, to see how, yeah. it's interesting to see how different musicians you know or different artists sort of uh combat this sort of issue you know mm, yeah absolutely and once you're in the swing of it like once you've played a few shows you're like oh this is easy oh, it's like riding the you bike know, it's fine i know it works yeah but the other thing is when you're making music it's good to test it out at shows and so yeah. when i didn't have any gigs to play it was hard to know if music i was making you're like i think this would work in a club but you know, now that I'm actually out and about again, it's so much easier to test things out. Of course, absolutely. And I think the last time since we chatted too, that you, you, you fell pregnant, you had a kid, so belated congratulations to you. You you started oh, a little KLP you. clan now, and it's it's a, it's it's so beautiful to see. And I guess lockdown and the whole pandemic over the last year and a bit probably was a great time just to sort of sit back, relax, you know, spend time with family for you, yeah? Yeah, it was, you know, the first few weeks and months that you've got a new baby, it's just a blur and <laughs> you can't really see anyone and you're just so tired. It feels a lot like lockdown anyway. So, mm. I mean, there were elements that, that sucked being locked down because we couldn't have family visit. Um, but there were some parts that just felt like, well, this is what we're doing anyway. So I guess that's a positive way to look at it <laughs> yeah i just i think your your children are like the cutest in the world and i love seeing oh. you love seeing your stories and uh posts that you put up online it's just absolutely because you've got sienna and then the uh the little one yeah, montessa yeah yeah montessa yeah yeah the oh, two of them they're both very fun very different personalities already really um and it's just yeah yeah it's kind of fascinating watching them you know similar <laughs> environment but just very different personalities from the get-go but oh they're God. just great and it's I, I feel like we've got a really nice balance now between work and family stuff um i love that yes yeah, so i feel quite lucky Oh, I love that. It just feels like yesterday we were chatting about uh, Until I Find You and you know how you wrote that when you were ah. pregnant with Sienna. Like, it just it, feel, it honestly feels like yesterday when we had th that chat and, you know, just how life moves so crazy. Um, it's just, yeah. wow. I'm oh, just, I I'm love that you remember that. Oh, that yeah, was, I remember. You know, when I wrote that, I didn't know what I was heading into. You know, you think you can be prepared for something, but mm. then you're never quite as prepared. And then it kind of happens and you're <laughs> like, oh my God, this is so hard. This is the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, but it just, it puts everything in perspective. You really oh, have beautiful. to be good at 
time management and yeah. That's absolutely great. beautiful. I mean, uh, oh, sorry, my phone has just got off mid-interview. I'm so sorry. I'm sure it's nothing important. Um, hey, bu- Busy Dancing, this is this tune is something we've been living for. And I feel like this is like a celebratory sort of anthem as we come out of Omicron. And, you know, it does actually this time look so promising that, yes, the world's going to reopen. Nothing's going to send us back into lockdown. Um, am I right in saying this is your first solo release since your album at the end of 2019? Yeah, because everything, oh I didn't even realise that, but everything since has been collabs yeah, you know, you, oh, Space Cadet yeah, songs yeah, La La they've all been collabs and so this is the first one that is just me which is wow. kind of weird I didn't even realize it until just the other week I was like oh this is the first just KLP one now does it feel good to have like your own another one of your tracks that you've done on your own out there again because as I said like this is since your album which came out November 2019 and obviously those yeah. songs on that album were written and you know produced beforehand so we're talking like nearly three years since the solo release KLP yeah I know it's a lot well the other tracks kind of blew up in a way that I didn't expect you know especially energy that kind of oh. came out and I was planning on, on doing other stuff and then it just exploded um but it's nice having your own thing because you know you get to it, it's nice but it's also scary because it's just you all by yourself so <laughs> it's a little um daunting you know it is you know, it the, would be. support of um other people well yeah, but i mean it's still it's still great no oh, it's it, it's brilliant and i kind of get the vibe off the track i kind of get sort of like yeah, whatever, you know, like, it's sort of like a track that I would play if someone said, hey, you know, can you can you hang out in the laundry? I'm like, no, 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 I'm busy dancing. You know, go away. I'll get around to it ah! later. Is that is that kind of like the sort of mentality behind the track? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, when I wrote it, I wrote this one with Tara Foot, like another Aussie dance artist, and it was Brilliant. just such a throwaway line when we kind of wrote it, but then we tried all these other ideas and it was the one that stuck. You know, sometimes the first thing that comes out <laughs> just, it makes the be- most sense, even though it might make no sense. So yeah, it was just, I don't know, that idea of just being totally distracted and in the moment and, you know, just nothing else matters. You're just there living, time stands still yeah. when you're there dancing. Yeah, it's kind of like a trance in a way. Um, yeah. It's yeah. just, when I heard the track, when I when I first saw that you were released, I was like, yes, about bloody time that she's out there, you know, releasing another track. And then <laughs> I just, I feel like every track you do, and I've said this in the millions of interviews we've done, I can't even remember, I don't even know how many times we've spoken on air. It's at least in double mm. digits now. But I say this every time, every track you do is just immaculate it's brilliant and it just says there's some there is some sort of you know there's some sort of thing about the track where it just resonates with people like energy was so electrifying that just made you want to get up and dance and obviously it came you know it was released in the height of the pandemic so we all needed you know an energy boost i i guess after lockdown whereas this is like you know what I'm busy. We've, we've, I'm busy doing other things. You know, I don't want to do it. I'm just going to dance. You know, we've, I've had time to, you know, I've sat at home for two years making dinner and, you know, all I've done is washing and read books. I'm going to dance now. I'll get back to it later, whatever. And so I like how That's every track you do, it just resonates. It. <laughs> it just resonates so well. 
Oh, I love that. I love that so much. But yeah, it is just about kind of like forgetting about everything and be like, all right, I've got time to catch up on dancing. It's been too long in between parties. So oh, too yeah, long. It's, it's very much like forget about everything, go for it. Oh, actually, quickly also, um, you teamed up with Peaking Dark. They're on next week, actually. Um, oh, but you, you teamed up with them for their recent track, Honest. How did that come together? I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I think it was like over a year ago now, I just jumped into the studio with them. We had such a short session, but we just kind of like banged that whole track out. And I remember coming home and being like, I think it's a real vibe. Like it just felt so strong and powerful. And yeah, it just, it's one of my favorite songs that I've written in a while. Like it's just such a fun one to put on. I remember I would then, they sent me a version. I'd just walk around, be doing laps in lockdown of the park, just listening to this song being like, yes, it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. I'm not going to lie. When I heard the track, and I'm I'm not even lying here, there's no over-exaggeration here, but I was in Cotton On and I heard it come over the PA and I've not heard the song before ever. And I kid you not, I said to my girlfriend, I said, oh, this must be a new KLP song. This is a very KLP vibe here. Was like, it was the <laughs> vibe, that was the vibe of the song. It, it had your energy around it. And I went, oh my God, it's a, new, it's a new KLP song. Oh my God, I'm, I'm like hallucinating here. So I get the Shazam up and I'm thinking, what's this song? And it came up Peaking Dark. And I went, oh, it's Peaking Dark. And so I got home, went on the Spotify, looked at song credits and there's your name there. I went, I knew it had a KLP touch to it. I just knew it. Yes. Well, I think that happens, you know, sometimes if like the person that's actually written the song you know, has done the original demo vocals or whatever. Sometimes that spills over into the final, you know, the final sound. You know, yeah. you look at things that Sia has written where she wrote Diamonds for Rihanna. And even yes. the way Rihanna sings that song sounds like Sia. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that's that's fine. And I'm so happy that that song came together the way it did. Like, I just love the sound of it so much. So, yeah, I'm super proud of that one. Well, speaking of said track, uh, let's get it on air now. Peaking Dark, Slater, teaming up for Honest, and uh, plenty more with KLP coming up next here at the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Don't go anywhere. The first one from Peaking Dark, it's Honest on the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Sunday night round Australia, KLP teaming up with the guys to write that track and she's hanging out now chatted about her own song busy dancing it's out now on spotify and apple music uh talk to me klp what's the deal with you music wise you got more tracks coming up uh talk to me what's going on yeah i've got a few more um coming up now too so not a second album but an ep i would say oh lovely club kind of ep so similar vein to busy dancing Oh, lovely. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Are you, I know you're playing shows, you know, here, there and everywhere. Um, are you touring at the moment? Where are you, where are you at the moment? Are you at home? It's not like a tour. It's, um, yeah, I'm in Sydney at the moment. I don't have tours. I think everyone's been so burnt out by things being on, off, on, off. Mm. It's like a slow build up again, booking yeah. things in. Um, but I've got some already some exciting things happening kind of towards the end of the year. So hopefully it's just a little bit more stable and consistent this oh, year. Nice. It won't be like on, off, on, off, on, off. Yeah, I hope so too, because I think you're right. I mean, the music industry has like taken a beating the last two years. And I, oh. I obviously, I've got so many friends, you know, like yourself in the music industry where they literally have been so exhausted they don't know what's happening next yeah they've got no form of income and you know the government support has 
Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The government support has been shit to the music industry, um, and mm. uh, in, in the arts in, in general. So, I mean, like, here's you know, fingers crossed that um, you know this year looks promising than the last two that we've had. I really hope so. I mean, so far, so good. Yeah. Well, look, so... we're only in, we're only in the third month. We've still got another nine to go. Let's let's touch wood oh, that you know yeah. we could ride this out. Everything you do. You just turn to gold. It's it, it's it's immaculate. You're you're an absolute superstar. Uh, KLP, the new track "Busy Dancing" out now on Spotify and Apple Music, wherever you get your music. Get around to it because it is one of those tracks that you can you can literally just flick on as you you fold in the washing or something. You just have a little groove in the lounge room. Um, KLP, it's always a pleasure to chat to you, and so good to have you on the new incarnation of this show. It's it's a long time coming. Yeah, look at you go. You're just like moving up and up and up. I can't oh, wait until kind. you've got some huge big show somewhere. <laughs> oh, you're too kind to me. You're making me blush now. No one ever makes me blush. So thank you. No, but it's, you know, <laughs> you work so hard and it's cool when you like watch people and go, oh, shit, yeah, that's awesome. So no, thank it's good you. on you. Oh, you're too kind to me. Thank you. We're going to conquer the world together. I just feel it this year. Can we? And then we're going to buy helicopters and just like travel around, dropping Let's in on wineries, drinking fine wine. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Don't tempt me. Oh my well, gosh. Well, let's wait for let's wait for nice warm weather, and you know we can get our sun hats, our bunnings hats, or whatever, and we'll dress it up a little bit, and yeah, we'll we'll go out to the wineries and we'll have a good time. You will have cheese crackers and Savion Blanc. It sounds it's, it sounds brilliant. Love it. Love a good hat. I'm going to go shopping now. Plenty more tracks. Oh, huge mood from Baby No Money and Rich Brian with Edamame. On air. With Brandon Atkins. If you want to get in touch at any time tonight, the number 131009 or hit me up on the gram at Brandon Atkins Radio. I post semi-decent content and yeah, that's how you connect with the show and my life essentially all in one. Aren't you lucky? Um, So a couple of weeks ago, I was at a wedding in fact, I was emceeing this wedding. It was uh, the wedding of uh, two of my bestest friends, one of 14 years, one of about four and a half years. And, oh, absolutely phenomenal that they are now married. It's it's a long time coming. It was cancelled last year because of COVID and nearly got cancelled because of all the floods that have happened you know, around New South Wales and Queensland lately. Um, but managed to, you know, get engaged and married. Oh, it was a whole thing. The ceremony itself was absolutely beautiful. So it was in this sort of, you know, historic, really traditional church. And I, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to lie, kind of cried a little bit. Because, you know, it's like your best friends, they're getting married. It's it's a big deal. Um, so being the MC, I left the ceremony, you know, as soon as all the formalities were done. I took off to the reception. Mind you, which was like... 40 minutes away, so that was that was fun. Um, left my girlfriend behind. I said, Look, you, you hitch a ride with someone else. I'm, I, I need to rush here. So I got there, was sussing out the situation, and the venue itself was, wow, absolutely immaculate. But the night was just was filled with so much drama, so much technicality. So it ended up being that like I had a run sheet. Obviously, being the MC, I need to know what's going on. So I had one copy of the run sheet that the bride gave me. The photographer had a completely different run sheet and had no idea where things were going to be. The kitchen had a no run sheet at all, so I was having to fill them in the whole night. Like, yes, dinner's going to be here, desserts here, cakes here, yada, yada, yada. And the DJ had a completely different run sheet as well. So there was like three or four different versions of what was happening that night. And the whole night 
was an absolute headache. I had this whole bit that I was going to do, like, you know, a big welcome speech, you know, kind of, you know, insulting the groom a little bit because, you know, he's my best mate of 14 years. you, you got to have a couple of quips in there. But, um, you know, that was scrapped. I was sort of emceeing on the fly, you know, changing so much, and which was kind of sad because, like, I had this whole thing that I wanted to do. But, you know, it is what it is sometimes. But I want to know, have you been involved in a wedding meltdown? Has the bride, you know, not turned up? Or was the MC plans thrown out of whack? Did, like, a bird poo on your head or something as you're about to walk in? Like, surely these are regular occurrences in a, at a wedding reception or a venue, um, you know, ceremony that... There's a meltdown of some sort. Something doesn't go to plan. Uh, let me know. Fill me in on your stories, 131009. Or send me a DM on Insta, at Brandon Atkins Radio. Would love to hear from you. We'll do your feedback next. Wait there. On Air with Brandon Atkins. Charlie Puth on New FM's On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Hi, everyone. Alright, last week I went to a wedding and I was actually emceeing this wedding. I was so excited to do this. It was my two two of my bestest friends getting married, you know, it was absolutely magical. The ceremony, beautiful, in a nice traditional church, no flaws whatsoever. Come the reception, different story. So I had a run sheet, what was given to me, what was gonna happen throughout the night. The DJ had its own run sheet, the kitchen didn't have a run sheet, and the photographers had a different run sheet. So yeah, it was kind of, it was bedlam the whole night. Let's just say that a few things had to be skipped and missed. And oh, I, I ended up getting a serious migraine from that because just so much stress, you know, of actually being the MC itself. But then with all the sort of stuff around, it's just, yeah, it was crazy. But no, look, they got married. It happened. And, you know, hopefully that wasn't like a bad omen for things to come but we're asking tonight wedding meltdowns wedding you know mishaps i want to know crazy stories that happened on wedding day whether it was to you or you were there as a guest and you saw something happen uh call me 131009 or hit me up on insta at branded atkins radio peter's joined us um talk to me mate what's uh what happened on your wedding day i phoned back from england to have a secret wedding and uh, my best mate slash best man picks me up in the car we're in this horrific accident uh, i end up in hospital with bleeding on the brain but uh, discharged myself and still went to the wedding. I was that committed that maybe I should have seen the signs because uh, divorced from from that uh, lovely lady now. Wow, what a story. I just had to turn you down. There's so much background noise there, Pete. But I mean, there's oh, well, so many questions because that story pretty much just weaved in and out. You didn't know where it was going. Uh, did you go back to the hospital after the wedding? Talk to me. Um, I had to go back in for observation because I was living in England at the time and uh, they wouldn't let me fly back until the until everything was sorted out. But they let me out to go and get married. Oh, wow. What what a story, Pete. Thanks so much for sharing. Um, feel free to get in touch on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio. Call me, 131009. Uh, Jessica on the gram has said that, uh, you know, she was done up in her bride, got the veil on and everything. Walked down the stairs um, where the hotel on the way to the ceremony and had slipped on a bit of cucumber that's obviously fallen out of someone else's um, sandwich and has fallen over and broke her pinky toe. Wow. 
You can't write this stuff. So, needless to say, the I think what did you say? The wedding wedding was cancelled. Uh, moved to I think the next week. Um, so yeah, just imagine that. Just left the poor poor groom left at the altar. Uh, and her, his wife has gone down with a broken pinky. You, wow, you can't write this stuff. Uh, but yeah, feel free to get in touch um, on air with Brandon Atkins Facebook, Brandon Atkins Radio on Insta. Feel free to follow me, drop me a DM. Would really love to hear from you. Uh, I'm going to introduce you to a brand new artist, one of your favourites, guaranteed, for 2022. Her name's Riley Bedia. We'll do that. Uh, we'll get her to zoom in, sorry, in the next 20 minutes. I've got fresh music to play for you coming up tonight from Charlie XCX, Dua Lipa and Megan The Stallion. So strap your in. Let's do this now. Five seconds of summer. Their fresh one. It's complete mess here at the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Hi, everyone. The new one from Charlie XCX. It's called Baby. You're On Air with Brandon Atkins. So in amongst all the terrible news going on with, you know, Russia, Ukraine, the floods and everything else, you would have seen about this new Japanese mosquito virus that is plaguing Australia at the moment. I think we're at, what, the mid-high teens of confirmed cases. Yeah, I'm getting a nod outside, yeah. And a couple of deaths. So this this virus is, you know, pretty serious. The government is actually, you know, putting in some funding to come up with a vaccine, come up with a cure for this. And with the recent floods that have happened around Sydney, you know, Newcastle, northern New South Wales and southeast Queensland. Um, you know, mosquitoes are, are running rampant at the moment. I am seeing them everywhere at the moment. And not going to lie, I'm actually sort of, sort of, what's the word, cautious. Uh, I'm sort of, yeah, worried that, you know, I don't want to contract this this deadly virus. Apparently, I've got, I've got the piece of paper here. Apparently the stats are the chances of you getting the, you know mos- uh, bitten by a mosquito with this virus, I think, is 1 to 1,000. But the chances of survival are 4 to 1. So there is a 25% chance that you would survive if you actually get bitten and come down with this said virus. So, yeah, serious stuff. But I'm reading here, in the US, 2 billion genetically modified male mosquitoes have been approved for release in Florida and California after this plan received the green light from the Environmental Protection Agency. Um, So the insects have been developed by biotech company Oxitec, which is based in the UK, in a bid to reduce the transmission of harmful diseases, such as, you know, dengue, Zika and yellow fever. Now, male mosquitoes do not bite, so they're set to be released into the wild to mate with females, which do bite... Uh, As it's only the female mosquitoes that target humans, the modified insects are not thought to be opposed to to the people. So, this is brilliant. Wow. I'd love to see how this turns around. Hopefully, if it's a success, we can, I don't know, bring them here and they can banish this Japanese um, mosquito virus that is, like, causing serious concern, serious health issues and death. Wow. Just mind-blowing. Um, hey, keep it locked. Plenty more still to come tonight on the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Doing another round of the E3 next and Riley Bedia zooming in in about 15 minutes. Don't go anywhere. This is New FM's On Air with Brandon Atkins show, live across Newcastle tonight with Super High and Nika. Ladies and gentlemen. This is Rihanna. This is Calvin Harris. Kim Kardashian West. Get all the top trending celeb guys. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. The E3. Ejecting you with another dose of celeb Goss tonight, and Alec Baldwin has filed legal papers in the States this week, denying any responsibility for shooting dead Helena Hutchins, even blaming the late cinematographer for giving him the directions that led to the deadly accident. The 63-year-old actor insisted that every single mistake leading to the October 21 shooting on the C 
set of his movie Rust was performed by someone else. Now, the star's lawyer has said that this is a rare instance when the system broke down and someone should be held legally culpable for the tragic consequences. Plenty more that's let to play out in this scenario. We'll keep you updated on any developments. Uh, the number two story trending, he might be already worth a nice $350 million, but it sounds like Will Smith is set to earn at least another 10 mil as a bitty war has been sparked over the rights to turn his biography into a smash drama. Now, the 53-year-old Oscar nominee thrilled fans when he unleashed his memoir titled Will last year, which delved deep into the past and secrets of his glittering and successful life. Now, multiple streaming services are said to be desperately trying to outbid each other to secure the rights to turn his self-penned book into a hit show or movie. And it's claimed that the star will land on an eight-figure deal for the rights to his life story, which means he could be paid at least $10 million. That is just incredible. Wow. Uh, and just recapping some of our top stories from tonight, um, Elon Musk and his on-again, off-again partner Grimes have welcomed a second child, the girl's name, Exa Dark Sardle Ray Musk. It was delivered by a surrogate in December. But the other reason why we're hearing about it now is because Grimes was doing an interview with Vanity Fair and the journalist heard a baby cry in the background. So kind of sort of let loose on the secret there. So there you go. That's um, more celeb goss for your Sunday night. Um, keep it locked. I am going to introduce to you a brand new artist by the name of Riley Bedia. Now, she has had some pretty delicious hits in the States for a while. We've had her on the show before and years gone by, but her new track is kind of a different sound for her and it's absolutely brilliant. We'll play that next right after this one from Katy Perry and Alesso. It's When I'm Gone, right here on the On Air with Brandon Atkins show, live for your Sunday night. The best in pop, dance and R&B is On Air with Brandon Atkins. An artist for you to watch in 2022, Riley Bedia. Different, but exactly like you. With Brandon Atkins Show. Okay, so she's this pop star out of America that is just absolutely phenomenal. And I am like so honored to call her a dear friend. Um, her name's Riley Bedia. Zooming into the show now. Hello, Riley. How are you? Hi, I'm so good. How are you? I am good. Now, this chat we were saying off air is a long time coming. Now, a lot of people won't know, uh, you know, you and I have spoken in a different incarnation of this show many, 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 many moons ago. I was thinking before we had this chat, the last time when we would have probably spoken on air, and I'm thinking like late 2020-ish. I know you and I have spoken sporadically since then, like over the phone, FaceTime, right. Insta, whatever, but I think the last time we're, we were chatting about you know, Riley Bedia music would have been 2020. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, how funny. how the bloody hell have you been in the last year and a half? <laughs> the last year has been <clears throat> crazy. Obviously, you know, the world is sort of like reopening its eyes and mm. the music business obviously got really interesting and, and messy for a second as everything did. But um, yeah, we spent the last, I spent the last like year and a half kind of writing a little batch of songs and I'm still honestly I'm still writing for that project but uh writing songs to put out this year and we are brilliant started it off February 25th with different but exactly like you which has been the first single for like a year and a half now we've been waiting to put that out yeah. so I'm so excited that one's out in the world it 
has like such a special place in my heart. Um, it's not necessarily where I feel emotionally anymore, which is amazing. I was really heartbroken and, you know, going through a breakup when we wrote that. And now it's been a lot of time since then. And it's kind of nice to put it out and feel in a different place than it was when and, I put this And, and kind of come full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, wow. um, yeah. I'm so excited. It is. It's such a great tune. Uh, more on that in a tick, but you, you were touching base on like how the music industry has really kind of changed in the last, I'd say in the last two years since the pandemic hit. Um, I know here in Australia, our music industry was absolutely decimated. Like there was no government support, like gigs were being cancelled. And we kind of had like a glimmer of hope between sort of the first wave and the second wave, because I don't know if you've been coming across like Australian news, but like Australia pretty much had a full on lockdown um, yeah. probably like mid last year and like yeah. literally decimated the whole country. Um, what's the music industry like over there? Like it, it, has it sort of been able to continue to thrive in some way? Is yeah. it, yeah. What's, what's it been like? Um, over, I mean, I think that like, I, you know, I speak for myself, but uh, everything happened and previous to COVID, I think people were like a little scared of working on Zoom and writing that way. I don't yeah. really know why, but, um, you know, that obviously opened that door for creators to start collaborating with people um, on Zoom. And I think that that was like revolutionary, honestly, because, you know, it is opening back up in person stuff has started to happen again. Live shows have started to happen again with social distancing and outdoor stuff. And um, obviously, you know, it's all resuming, but the zooming and stuff has stopped. And I think that like being able to work with people that I traditionally would have had to plan a trip to go work with. Yeah. So cool. And like no one, you know, when you say now like, oh, we can hop on Zoom, it's not like a weird thing. People are like, yeah, totally. It's yeah. like something that fully was not a thing before and no. is now. And I think that it will continue to be, I hope. Yeah. Because uh, it's so possible. It's so I've written like some of my favorite things um, on the computer, just sitting, <laughs> you know, looking through Zoom, which feels like it would be impossible, but it's not. And so I think that's no. probably like my favorite thing that's come from it. Um, but, yeah. It's funny you say that because, like, from a radio perspective, again, I'm speaking for myself, but I know a, a, other people would feel the same way too. Like, it's one thing to talk to someone on the phone, you know, doing an interview on the phone. Like, you can hear them, yeah, whatever. Whereas, like Zoom, how we're chatting, I can sort of, I can see you. I can, we can read each other's body language, and it yeah. feels like we're in the same room. It just, absolutely, a, it's sort of, it's a different level. And you're right. Like, I hope Zoom doesn't sort of phase out like Skype did. Well, let's face it, Skype never really took off. But you know, like Zoom has been like revolutionary in those sort of, in those yeah. sort of spheres. So no, you make a valid point. But this track is just yeah. wow it's as i said it's been a year and a half in the making or a year and a half since your recent release i think your last release was love me like me was that your last yeah one? that probably was the last one that was you know kind of like a one-off situation that we did for a TikTok campaign with that's two it. that's uh, right i remember, I remember yeah. we had you on for that one and you said to me you kind of wrote it not i'm not quoting you but you kind of wrote it yeah it was just for a campaign it was like a fun song and whatnot and then like that yeah. just took off it did really well that one yeah no I, I that was another one we wrote on zoom i wrote it with two of my friends in london and we weren't writing it for anything specific so it was just sort of like a pitch song that um 
fit really well with the TikTok campaign and they approached us and yeah, that one did so well. I have people hit me up about that all the time. They're like, this song's sick. I'm like, that's so weird. It's it's so random. Probably one of the songs I listen to very frequently um, of yours. I mean, I listen to a lot of your songs frequently, but that one would probably be one of the ones I listen to frequently. But your new one, different, but exactly like you. I feel like for you, Riley, and as someone who's known you the last two years, I feel like this is sort of, in a way, like a new era of Riley Bedia music. It's it's sort of a different sound to what you had with your last EP with like, you know, what the FI did and, you yeah. know, too much and all that. So um, talk to me through the style of this song. Uh, yeah. was there, was, is there an intentional change to the sound of the song for this one? Yeah, I think for this project, I think we were, I'm trying to sort of lean into like the singer songwriter in me a little bit more. Um, the other stuff was a little bit poppier um, production wise and stuff. And I think when we wrote this song, I was um, super obsessed with Troy Sivan and Casey Musgraves had done a Easy. duo, Easy. And oh, I that was I like that it was just coming out and me, Davis and Carly, are, we wrote this together and we were obsessed. We were like, that song is great. And so that was kind of the vein that we were kind of shooting for this like, poppy but it's Casey Musgraves it has this songwriter thing um and it's got the guitars and it's like you know could be stripped down acoustic but it's kind of like more indie pop I think this project is definitely leaning a little more left um I'm drawing a lot from Holly Humberstone who I'm obsessed with I'm drawing a lot from Lennon Stella like the Nashville pop feel is something that I've always really loved and I think that um I've started writing alone a lot more this year. And uh, when I do that, stuff comes out pretty like folky and singer-songwriter just because it's, you know, an acoustic <laughs> part. But that kind of made me feel like, you know, maybe that's who I am as an artist a little bit more. I feel really happy in this place. I'm not full on like singer-songwriter, but I do think that like having that be an aspect in the music is important to me. So yeah. different, but exactly like you is one of the poppier ones. Um, and the next one is a little more singer songwriter, but they all tie together. I'm, I'm really, we got the synths and like, you know, that's Ooh. what I think. I think that I like that they can live in like different worlds a lot. But I think it's also really important as an artist. And I've said this to a couple of artists on the show over the last, what, seven years I've been doing the show. Like it is so important for musicians to, you know, break the boundaries of what they are musically. You know, you don't want to be sort of tied into one specific genre. Like for you, for instance, yeah, you, your, your last tracks were very pop sounding, whereas, yeah, this one's, you know, down the indie pop, uh, indie pop, sorry. And yeah, you want to kind of experiment with yourself and go, hey, this is yeah. actually kind of my thing, but then also feel yeah. like, hey, I wonder if that, you know, my you know fans are going to dig this too. And I feel like, yeah. you know, it's, it's really worked well for you and them as well, because like people are getting behind this track, and yeah, it's it's just it's really nice to see sort of see you and hear you go down Thank a different you. avenue. And yeah, in, in, yeah in, and in, I think in, you know the first EP, I love that. I'm so proud of that EP. But a lot of those songs were written, you know, a while ago, years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I did it obviously all with my friend Scott, and I feel like you know you get older, your music also you know changes and grows, and I feel like currently as a almost 26 in a couple of weeks. Uh, That's why it's your birthday in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, this is the kind of stuff that I'm listening to. This is the kind of stuff that I'm inspired by. So I feel like it's just sort of evolving into that naturally as I, you know, as years go by. So yeah. Um, yeah. 
But I know, um, you know, before this track came out, you did a sneaky and collaborated with Disco Lines for Younger, which is very different as well. Like it's very dancey. So, and, you, and you're very and you're very sneaky about that one because you didn't sort of let on that you're releasing that track or you had collaborated. It just it had literally popped up in my Spotify New Music one day, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, and I hadn't even seen who it was. And I heard it. Went, this person sounds familiar. Who is this? Yeah. This, this isn't Riley. I'm looking down. It said Riley Beanie. I'm like, she really let that one go down to the keeper. Like no one knew of that one. So that one, what was yeah, it like that doing one, that track. That was amazing. <clears throat> that was actually a track that I wrote for myself uh, for my artist project years ago, probably oh, wow. like um, before COVID. I was in Nashville. I did a trip in Nashville, uh, and I wrote that with my friend Rosie and this guy Luke Aaron's, and it was gonna be for me it was like very much for me and then a bit of time went by and I sort of felt myself changing stylistically and it suddenly didn't totally fit with the rest and so it just became something that we pitched around and um I'm not really sure how it got in the hands of them I don't know who sent it but um yeah he came back and he was like I love this I want to take a stab at this and he fully you know my demo of it sounds so crazy different and you know he obviously brought his own you know magic to it and uh yeah that i love that that one's out because that song lyrically is like a really special one to me i love like all the details and about my brother and like you know that was really how i was feeling at the time Um, i well what i connected to that song in a sort of aspect of reflecting on my high school career like it was just a very sort of like hey yeah life was easier when you're younger but you're an adult now, you're yeah. on your own. See ya. Um, yeah. It's yeah. That's literally the mentality behind that. Um, now, I don't know if you remember this, uh, Riley, but um, last year, you and Carly, people won't know who Carly is. Carly Page is a um, is another <laughs> okay. musician. That's a good friend of ours. It's your best friend. Um, but I don't know if you remember, but last year, randomly, one night, I think you two had had a bit too much to drink and you FaceTimed <laughs> me. Do you remember where yes. I'm going with this? Right, I do so, know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, so you FaceTimed me. We're having this chat. I think we are on FaceTime for like three hours. And it was it was <laughs> absolutely bliss. And you kind of let slip. And I might be speaking too much here. So, you know, try and stop me if you, if you need to. But you kind of let slip that you were doing your other, you were trying to dabble in other music projects. And... You had teamed up with a male artist and had covered Hooper Stank's The Reason. Now, oh I'm God. now I'm not joking. I listen <laughs> to that song all the time because it's absolutely beautiful. No one <laughs> else has heard this track. So <laughs> I speak on behalf of the world. When the hell are you releasing this track? Because out. <laughs> I don't know if that cover will ever see the light of day. Oh, come on. But I will say that um, Andrew and I, we have a, a handful, probably like three duets that we are just obsessed with that the two of us wrote together and recorded together. And that was kind of the reason we did that cover um, was because we were going to put it out with these other songs that we actually wrote. And Andrew sort of took the year off. He, he sort of decided to sort of focus on himself and, you know, put music on the back burner for a second. And he's kind of back to work now. We I actually was with him this week and we've actually been working on the duets and stuff. So oh, some of the duets might come out. Will the reason come out? I don't know. It, it will. It will. I will. I will start a campaign for this. And you, you know, I won't <laughs> shut up about it until it it's one of the most released. ridiculous things that I've ever done that. 
And it was so funny because we posted like snips on Instagram and like the actual band was like DMing us like this sounds great, guys. What are you waiting for? If, if Hooper Stank are like, this is brilliant, surely that's like an incentive to go, oh, we should release this. Looks, I was too yeah. scared. I'm going to put it out. It's going to be the best. It's I'm going to peak. It's everyone. <laughs> no, don't be scared. No, don't. It's, it is. When I heard it, and I, I'm not joking, I heard it was a Friday night because it was Friday night when we were speaking. You, you WhatsApped it to me and I heard it and I remember just sitting there and I felt this wave of emotion come over me and it really hit me in the feels because I think and everybody like, knows that song too. It's well, like well, everyone knows it, but I think like your vocals had a touch to it and it's, I, I can't describe it, but I, it just something hit me inside. Like, and yeah, that song is really, is, is emotional as it is, but your take on it took it to the next level. And that's why I think I've loved it so much because it oh. just, it was, it was a song that I could, it, you know, it just, fits you perfectly oh, you know thank you um, yeah we'll see you never we'll know all right. we did all we'll the work see. so yeah. i feel like it could come out you never know maybe we'll just get like a wild hair and drop it <laughs> yeah you'll do it you won't tell anyone i feel like it could do great on tiktok and then I, hey now you, you and i have spoken at length many times over technology um when are you coming out to australia i would love to so soon We're i open actually now. was talking about that to my manager yesterday. Oh my God. Uh, well, we were just talking about how I want to, you know, we, he's going to Europe in the fall. And I was discussing how I kind of want to do a Europe trip before the end of the year for writing. And and because the world is sort of opening back up again. And mm. I was like, and also Australia, I would really love to do that. So I don't know, uh, maybe before the end of the year, but definitely at some point. I, I think that it's like a long time coming. I yeah, well, look, we're open for business, finally. Um, we've been open for a little while now and it's just, yeah, it's just nice to have that sense of normality now and I'm hoping yeah. Touchwood 2022 isn't like a shit year like the last two years. But no, we'd, yeah. love to, we'd love to have you out here. I know we've spoken so many times. Hey, you know, you should come out to Australia. Hey, bring Carly. You know, let's, you know. It's I would fun. love to, yeah. And I've got some like people there that I, you know, I've worked with recently that I love and I, I just, I think that there's such a cool um, industry over there for music and writers and stuff mm -hmm. that I haven't even really tapped into. So I... Well, the world is your oyster, Riley Bedia. You know that. Um, yeah. Hey, it's it, this has been so good. I have missed our chats. We need we need to do this more often, Riley. Yeah. Let's not, let's next not, single. Yeah, next, next single. single. Let's not leave it another year and a half. Um, yes, of course. <laughs> but your recent track, different but exactly like you, it's out now. Absolutely brilliant, Riley Bedia. Always a delight. Thank you. <laughs> On air with Brandon Atkins. Dua Lipa and Megan Thee Stallion teaming up for what will be the best song of 2022, hands down. It's Sweet As Pie on your home for the best in pop, dance and R&B. This is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show, done and dusted for a Sunday night. Thanks so much for hanging out. Uh, if you missed any of tonight's show, podcast us now. Wherever you get your podcast, just search On Air with Brandon Atkins. Doing it all over again next week and it's an absolute monster show. Joel Cox. Oh my God, oh my yeah, God, he's had hit after hit after hit. There's no stopping this guy. He'll be zooming into the show. Cannot wait. An absolute show favourite. And Peking Duck also joining me. I know. Strap yourself in. It's going to be one hell of a show. Don't forget, you can follow me on the socials at Brandon Atkins Radio on Insta or just search On Air with Brandon Atkins on Facebook. Have yourself a great one. Chat to you next week. Good night. On Air. With Brandon Atkins.